and gentlemen, most podcasts have order and structure. This is what happens when they go off the rails. I'm Carl Rowland, with me as always is my co-host, and basically the closest we're going to get to Christopher Lee in this life. Oh, Thomas great, Denico. I like that. Hello. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That's a nice he is one of the co-hosts of the Lament Configuration. It is Mr. Greg Knox. Hello. And unfortunately, <laughs> he is one of the co-hosts of the Pop Culture Pod and soon to be starting his own podcast, Get Angry, is Mr. Dan Chapman. <laughs> and as always, I'll throw it over to Tom for the news. Well, we'd like to begin each show with a little something we call trailer trash. Trailer trash! Thank you very much. Uh, discussion of recent film trailers. So, gentlemen, members of the panel and members of the audience, uh, I put up two trailers, just for two this time. Just two. Um, Murder in the Orient Express. Was it two? Two. Yeah. And the Black Panther teaser trailer. Yes. So, let's start with the Murder on the Orient Express trailer. Uh, Greg, what did you think of the trailer? Um, I didn't really know what to think of it, because... I'm not sure what audience it's meant to be aimed at because Poirot, mm-hmm. like, my mum likes Poirot, but the trailer <laughs> isn't really aimed at my mum's kind of demographic. It's aimed more at a younger I think we're all used to that TV Poirot and they've kind of tried to keep it that TV drama, but at the same time make it a bit of a. all this daring music, like we're going to get some kind of action Poirot, which. I can't imagine that. No, and like I wasn't too convinced by uh, Kenneth Branagh. I would totally watch Action Poirot. Poirot just punching <laughs> the shit out of yeah. Um, Kung Fu Poirot. Kung Fu Poirot. Uh, Dan, do you have similar thoughts on this? I, I do agree with Greg. It's kind of interesting because it's almost shot like um, when Guy Ritchie did Sherlock Holmes. Which is the idea you know of... what they did to Sherlock Holmes there? They did make him more punchy-punchy. Yeah, it's the idea of, here's something to like all the classic detectives Quint- yeah, like make them more punchy-punchy. Quintessentially one particular thing. I would say quintessentially English, but obviously Poirot's not English. But nah. it's that quintessential twee kind of and very methodical, meticulous... Yeah. But now it's on a train with Johnny Depp. And Willem Dafoe. And there's clearly going to be some action. You're like, I really? Because it's... The, it's funny you should say, the main thing I got from the trailer was just... That is a really good cast, whatever this film's yeah, going to be. Well, yeah, whatever it is, because you've also got, like, well, um, Helen Mirren's, is it Helen Mirren? No, Judy uh, Dench. Judy Dench. Judy Dench is in it. Yeah. Uh, Willem Dafoe's in it. Penelope Cruz, as you said, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, yeah. And it's Guy, see, I can't Kenneth hear a real movie every now and again. Sir Kenneth Branagh. He was, was on the also, stage. He was also directing the film, I believe. Yes. He's, which I always find, I never really like when somebody does that. It's a bit of a vanity project. Or at least I feel it's always going to be a vanity project. Tom arguing with somebody's vanity. Um, I know, right? What's the fuck? <laughs> Such sleek hair. But it is, it, it is odd because, like, like, like I was saying, like Greg was saying, it's what market's it for? Is it for the action fans? Is it for the mystery fans? Is it for the, 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 the few Prowroff? I'm not, 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 not That's yeah. the word. Is it for the Belgium detective fans? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's say not Tintin. You know? It does have a feeling, there's a bit where William Defoe's like, so who are you? And he's like, Prowroff. Expecting him to go like Bond or Rambo. It just had a sort of like, Dropping a bombshell. I'm Batman. No. Too soon. Carl, are we thinking this is... Are you along the same lines? This is kind of... You're not quite sure what to make of it? It doesn't sound like people dislike it. I'm just going to spend the next two minutes talking about Kenneth Branagh's moustache in that trailer. (laughs) That is a damn fine moustache. It's a damn fine moustache, but if there's one thing about Prowl you don't mess with, it's his trademark moustache, right? Well, the pencil thin... The little, like, little curly one, yeah. the little cat man. No, but it's <laughs> that, man. I don't care. And this is like a full-blown, like, weapon on his face. It's like he's got two... <laughs> he's just like he's got two grey caterpillars resting on his limb. I love it. 
No. So the next trailer is the one I really. So want I'm on my own thinking then that nobody really likes the trailer, but no one also dislikes the trailer. We're just kind of trying to figure out what it is. It's going to make its money. I don't think it's going to set a box office record, but it's definitely going to make its the money back. The thing is, yep. I don't know, is it going to make its money back, though? Because as I said, who's this really aimed at? Because Baywatch, you'd have thought there would have been an audience for Baywatch, and that lost loads of money because it was shit. But, you know, it, again... Like, oh, trust me, it's like... not being the, it's been the returns for the mummy at the moment. Oh, God, yeah. Well, don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah. I do like it when uh, we managed that to... That made money, on Compare Poirot to Baywatch is always a good, a good yeah. angle. Uh, yes, please. Um, just to reiterate, the fact is that there are certain TV shows, programmes, that are having a rejuvenation, exactly as you've mentioned already with Baywatch. Do you not think that, again, how they handle it nowadays is they put a twist on it and go, oh... The old classic blah blah blah, but done in a manner of style that nowadays is more orientated to a particular audience. So I think with the murder on the Orient Express, it being such a classic, mm. but with names, they can put this modern spin on anything and make their money from it. Yeah. So again, I don't necessarily know if it's going to be. I am. Um, you will love Poirot. It more likely you love like a detective movie with action. Regarding I am. I am. Have you seen the trailer? No, well? I've not actually. It's interesting because in terms of the modern spin, mm. you Sherlock as an example. Went, right, we'll make Sherlock action. Baywatch. We'll take the piss out of Baywatch. Make it a comedy. This. The trailer is very much that kind of. So what is there? Where is this a modern spin, be? or it just feels like a, a very expensive TV drama? Yeah. You know. But maybe that's what it is. It's supposed to be. You know. Yeah, I just don't understand why they're not just doing this as a two-hour special on Christmas Day on the BBC. Because we've got Sherlock to look forward to, that's why. Because you'll never get that cast for a two-hour TV special. That's kind of how it feels, though. Okay. I'm just looking forward to seeing uh, Hercule Poirot's moustache flapping slowly in slow motion as he runs down the train. You know, if we're going for the Baywatch thing, that's the action shot I want. Darkness! (laughs) Okay, so, Carl. Hello. You want to talk about Black Panther? Yes, please. Okay, so, Black Panther. You like it, yeah? Oh, it looks so good. Okay. Um, Explain just, some more detail. I mean, it's not the relate. It starts off brilliantly with just having um, uh, Ulysses Claw and Martin Freeman's agent character. Can't remember. It's Everest. Everest Ross. Everest Ross. Everett. Sorry. Everett Ross. Is he just, made up for the film? Or is he no, Everett Ross. Is, they're, they're, they're all proper characters. Okay. Um, okay. Ulysses Claw is just called the Claw. He has a sonic cannon for a hand in the, the comics. Claw! Is he in fucking? Go Go Gadget as well. No, unfortunately, no. They couldn't afford. They couldn't afford <laughs> it. it. Sounds like the same character. <laughs> Basically, um, anyway, but so. it's it's just the action and the fact that it hasn't shown much in the way of plot, which is a teaser trailer. It's not really supposed to, but it, it's engaging. It's just nice. Mm-hmm. It's also nice in a way to see a predominantly black cast in a superhero. Movie. Well, you would hope that would be the case with the Black Panther. With Black Panther, but yeah. um, for those of us who aren't too familiar with Black Panther, I mean, who is he? What's his what's that, his thing? Uh, Black Panther is uh, King Kachala. He is the uh, reigning king of a small African nation called Wakanda. To the outside world, they think it's just a tribal nation. It's very small, but it's actually the forefront of technology in the world. It's uh, also the oh, only source of the rare metal vibranium, which is mm-hmm. the, what is Captain America's shields made out of. Ah, and okay. the Winter Soldier's armor. And the Winter Soldier's armor. And okay. Black Panther's own armor. Yes. Right. And Ulysses Claw's claw. Yes. So Dan, we've we've heard we've are you heard. done are you done one upping the nerd? <laughs> Not yet. Okay. The night is young. We'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. Okay. Well, Dan. Okay. So so your take on this? 
Um, we've had a little bit of Black Panther so far in... What was the one he was in? W- w- uh, Civil War. Civil War. He kind of turned up, did a little cameo. And now we're going to get a full-blown <coughs> film of his own. Are you looking forward to it? I'm looking forward to it again because of the trailer. It To me, it harkens back to when Iron Man first came out. Mm-hmm. Because for ages, every Marvel film recently... Has been, I know that's a bit weird to say every Marvel film recently, but oh, yeah. they've been ensemble pieces. So it's been the way different characters play off different characters. And we've mm-hmm. got an amazing supporting cast with Martin Freeman and with Andy Serkis, who's a brilliant actor in his own right. But for this character to be a standalone character in the Marvel Universe, he's not one of the first ones you would pick. And a lot of people well, say that. he wasn't that's... one of the first ones to pick. He's quite low down the oh, pecking order yeah. so far. We had an Ant-Man movie before we had this Well, that, that's what I was going to say. Is <laughs> Ant-Man was a shock because people were like, Ant-Man, really? He's, he's only yeah. known for like two things, getting small and hitting his wife. But to be but fair, then, at the time, but, it's like... <laughs> Edgar Wright's doing it! And then Edgar, Edgar Wright didn't do it. And yeah. for, for, not for the sake of turning this into like a completely PCP thing. Me and Carl were talking about it. And mm-hmm. it's, it is really cool because here's a chance to show superheroes in a different light and the fact that he's not this mythical god and he's not this amazing super soldier he has got powers and he's got he's, abilities he's a king in a third world nation but he's a king in a third world nation and most of the time that you saw him in civil war he was surrounded by the fog of politics and surrounded by the fog of war mm-hmm. so it's going to be interesting to see how they carry that on is okay. it going to be all action punchy or is there actually going to be some negotiation some actual drama with it and I really hope there's some drama with it Cool, Greg. Um, I don't think I think you and I are sort of in the same boat. And so far, as we're not comic booky people. Uh, so, no, uh, from an not. Out- oh, we have two opinions from comic book people. As a, as a sort of outsider to the comic world, what did you think of this? Did it did it interest you at all? Um, it's quite interesting you bring up Ant Man because this kind of just reminded me of Ant Man. It's just like it's a Marvel character. I kind of know who they are because I saw Civil War, but I'm sure the film will be all right. I don't expect the film to be. I expect the film to be okay. Probably make lots of money, but I, yeah, it's just. What did you get I'm from the trailer? I mean, you can't make a point. There's not a lot of like story in the trailer because it's a teaser trailer. Fair enough. It's but I got the feeling like I'd seen this in before, like like with Thor. I felt yeah. like here's a here's a mythical kingdom of godlike people. And then with the Wonder Woman film recently, here's an island of mythical godlike people, and like it's kind of like we're, we're doing this. Now here's again. the small here's the small African nation. Here's the small African people. nation. That's ba- we're basically rehashing the set. Yeah. Is that just comics? Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's just it's a staple of comic origin okay. story, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm. I gotta be honest. I'm looking more forward to the new four film. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think I'd say that because the first two four films <laughs> and it's like, a, it's boring a, as all it's fuck. A, it's the third honest. part of a trilogy. <laughs> That's uh, right. And that's purely because of a director. Yeah. The director is a really interesting director. He's a Taika Waititi. I mean, he did uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm-hmm. He did... Uh, yeah. um, oh, fuck, what's it called? What We, we Do in the Shadows. Shadows. That's it. Oh, there yeah. We go. But He's yeah, the director he of that. Cool. He has a very idiosyncratic style that I'm quite that's interested to see word. how it fits into <laughs> the Marvel Universe. Because Coming the last... on our $2 podcast with your $7 words. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, I'm quite interested. Because <laughs> the last yeah, yeah, arguable yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> tourist director they had was Shane Black. And Shane mm-hmm. Black brought his whole spin on you know, in Iron Man 3. And that didn't really go down very well with fans. But it was Christmas. True, and it's a very, very Shane Black film. But I get into sort of political because I want to move on. <laughs> with, with Black Panther, <laughs> you really? Was, kind of, was it invented Shut as a kind of comic books trying to be uh, tapping into a civil rights movement? I mean, when was he invented? In the sixties, seventies? Uh, late sixties, uh, but majority came into popularity in the seventies. 
because there aren't that, there aren't that many black, sort of during, black superheroes. And as you said, he's taken a while to get round to his own film. In, but in, the trailer doesn't look like they're pushing the he's the shaft of superheroes. Nowadays it's, it's not It's almost strictly, like the Maxi Black is irrelevant in the yeah. film. But in, back in the day, was it a lot more of a big push? He was the, the, the predominantly... Uh, main black hero in mm-hmm. Marvel at the time. Well, um, sorry. With, with Luke Cage. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I was going to say, sorry, sorry to interrupt. No worries. Along with Luke Cage, who was seen more to be the down and gritty, like, back in the 70s, the black exploitation street guy, even though he had the afro and he spoke in jive through a lot of the comics, mm-hmm. he was seen as like the working black man on the street, the kind of shaft character. Mm-hmm. Whereas Black Panther was literally seen as the black version of Captain America. Yeah. Where he was all he could be for the black nation. Mm-hmm. To be fair, Captain America is actually tied into Black Hammer's origin. As yeah. Well. Okay. And um, it's like, like you said, it's interesting that they don't push that in the trailer, but you can understand why nowadays they don't push that in the trailer. Yeah. Because if, if they dated and trying hard, too hard, yeah. maybe. Uh, yes, maybe. I was watching a thing earlier with Kevin Smith, and he said, oh, it's exciting. It's the first black led superhero movie. Bled. Bled. Mm. Sport. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was black. So we've had a couple. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, very good point. We're not going to mention Blanket Man with Marlon Wayans? Mate, you know what? Steel. <laughs> Steel. We'll move on to... Which of the black superheroes do we know? Come on. <laughs> Meteor Man. Meteor Man? Yeah, fuck me, I remember that, Jesus. Hancock. He hasn't gone on. Um, sort of, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. He was, no, he, he's definitely he was black, a, Tom. No, he's... Um, <laughs> <now, laughs> no, that was a superhero movie to the last 20 minutes when it's They're Angels. That's that was creepy as fuck. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, gentlemen, I want to like. I would like to move on to Death Stars because since our oh. last show, we've lost fucking James Bond, yep. Batman, yep. and Wallace. Yep. Fucking. I've been all been upstanding for James Bond, Batman, and Wallace. Oh. The Justice League we didn't get but deserved. <laughs> I made everybody in the room stand up except Smash. Now, because she plays by her own rules, damn it. Well, Jed's is subjective. Back onto the subject of people who have died. So, Hello. Um, Roger Moore. <laughs> Roger Moore came as a massive surprise. I think. I think in both. In, with Roger Moore, he, I think he's the first Bond to have died. He is the first Bond. In terms of official Bond, I know there's a couple of people outside of the official franchise, but that was that was a massive blow. Um, Including Mr. Peter Cushing. Hmm. He played Bond, didn't he? Peter Cushing. No, I'm thinking someone else. Wrong one. Peter Cushing is the would be pretty cool. I'd watch it. In The Man with the Golden Gun against Christopher Lee. Yeah. That'd be a fucking awesome movie. <laughs> I'm a horror presenter Bond. <laughs> alas. Um, and then, um, and that kind of got oversh- overshadowed because um, it was the news was announced on the same day that you had uh, the Manchester attacks mm. on, on a serious note. So normally you get like a whole day's worth of tributes to a star. Roger Moore, I feel, kind of got sidelined. I mean, for good obvious reasons he did um, we've recently had um, yeah the voice of Wallace die and you know he made it to the end of last of summer wine yeah know, the last drop of the fucking summer wine he made it all the way to the goddamn end and then fucking hell literally yesterday we lost uh, Adam, Adam West, West. Yeah. probably um, everyone not everyone's favourite band man but there's a soft spot no one really dislikes He's Adam West people might if you, you know, took you get a bunch of Batman fans together and they'll tell you why they don't like Valkyrie or, you know, whatever, back and forth. He was but the Bright Knight, man. Yeah. Uh, as that's why he called himself after the Dark Knight movie came out, he referred himself as the Bright Knight. But this is the fir- this is one still the only one of the only Batmans that was l- live in on TV. Mm-hmm. Like he got into more screen on more screens than any other Batman, to be yeah. fair. 
And he's, he was my first batter, and I was showing that as a kid with my mm-hmm. dad. And but, for younger audiences as well, he obviously had a second career by a family guy. Yeah. So a lot of people, just younger people, stupid young people, it was, it was, um, it was Batman, discovered, yeah. discovered him uh, that was by a family guy. And they're like, who's this Adam West guy? He's hilarious. I'm like, fucking Batman! Yeah. You know? And, and also, like, um, and fairly odd parents where he played Catman. Yes, yeah, hilarious. Greg? Yeah. <laughs> um, Mm. Uh, we've lost uh, Roger Moore we've lost uh, Peter Sadler Adam West which one of those I mean which one was best Greg, stuck yeah. Which, yeah, what was your favourite death <laughs> <laughs> ok well there is obviously a body count once on again show, off the reels does not endorse death <laughs> ok what, what was the one that hit you the hardest uh, well obviously it's equally sad that they all died because they're all human beings after all um, um, but <laughs> maybe not Adam I'm trying to be nice um, you made me sound like a really bad person. You've been on this show before, don't be nice. Be okay, honest. Okay. That aside, yes. Okay. Um, I mean, Roger Moore, I guess, mm-hmm. because he's the most well known. Yeah. I guess. And he was kind of like. No, no. Oh, Sad when anyone was, dies. He was British, goddammit, you know. Yeah, and it's very iconic. Yeah. Obviously, you had The Saint as well, and mm-hmm. James Bond. And, and what people forget is that um, Roger Moore really brought. Bond back from the dead the Bond franchise was I was watching a really good documentary the other day it was kind of dying out by that point mm. they had the George Lazenby experiment that nobody went for so only did it once Diamonds are Forever audiences hated even like Sean Connery hated he literally did it for some money and that was it Sean Connery hit in the movie he's been in and then, um, and then Roger Moore people were like oh, this, this, this guy from The Saints you know, mm. even, even when he started they were saying he was too old but he managed to keep it going well into the 85 I think he had a, I think he's the longest Bond. He was the longest rated so Bond. Basically, you know, was Bond. Mm. I mean, his Bonds are like, it's fair to say they are not the most critically acclaimed Bonds. Like, you know, no. Moonraker and. Live and let dice quite good. Quite I used to one. say that uh, Roger Moore was kind of the Adam West of Bonds in the sense of Adam West was your, your funny Batman, you don't really take him seriously. And so, what you're Bond, saying is, Tom, you jinxed it. Yeah, I lost both. I lost both of them. I was like, for fuck's sake, I really care. Yeah. Stop I, talking about people. To be though. honest with you, when you came in, I was just going to give you a hug, telling you it's all going to be okay. But it's okay. It's, yeah, it's been fucking brutal this last and, month, hasn't and, it? And also, this week's this week's not only is also the anniversary of uh, Rick Mail's death. Oh shit! As well, and another death, not as not not Chris Lee's death, yeah. Not as as Chris Lee's death as well. Not as well to end on a high. Good night, kid. No, Jesus. Lisa Spooner, the actress who played Caitlin in Clerks, she also passed away a couple weeks ago. I know it's not as big star, but like, Clerks is one of my favourite movies. She is <laughs> Kevin Smith moment for you. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Smith moment. Seen a hundred times. <laughs> Don't, can't remember. <laughs> okay, gentlemen, we'll move on from from the um, death, the joyful subject of death stars, <laughs> to uh, uh, a new. It's a lot of comic book film stuff. So sorry, Greg. Uh, a lot of comic book film stuff. Um, it's as if you know who you had on the panel. Carl. Okay, so Hello. they're planning on making uh, a new mutants. Film. Uh, yes, they know, are. What exactly are the new mutants? Because there's something, some kind of X Men spin-off. Dan, would you, like, Dan, to take would this you one? like to take? take oh, all I was going to say was they like the old mutants but younger. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get a laugh. <laughs> Fucked a lot of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but seriously, who are the new mutants, Carl? Uh, the new mutants are basically it's a, a class of Xavier School for gifted children that are training to become X Men. So it's like Muppet Babies. But, but X-Men. that's the more recent iteration. The original iteration was like Domino, Cable, uh, Deadpool made his appearance, his appearance in New Mutants. Oh, well, his first no, ever appearance. Oh, oh, sorry, my bad. First ever appearance. No, Cable's first appearance is New Mutants. Yeah, but not Deadpool. Oh, my bad. 
Look, let's not make this a thing, dude. There are people in the room. Sorry. Hello. Okay. Um, what the um, director said. What the director said is that they're going to make a superhero film where um, the subject of being superheroes is not really going to be brought up. So the quote is: "There are no costumes. There are no supervillains. We're trying to do something very, very different." That's Logan, surely. No, no, no. That's unbreakable. <laughs> oh yeah, true. That sounds like you know the pitch for the Superman movie. Oh, Superman lives. Yeah, Superman lives. Who was like, I can't have him to fly. He doesn't and, fly, no capes. And like, so you want him to be not And he has to Superman. fight a giant spider in the third act. Has to. <laughs> it was but, in the contract. It actually really was in the contract as well. Greg, I know you're not much of a <laughs> comic fan, but you're a horror movie fan. The director yes. said, quote, we are making a full-fledged horror movie set within the X-Men universe. How does that tickle you? Mmm... I don't get how they would do that though. Superhero movies and horror movies are very different things. Really, you can very play with the supernatural troops. elements or, you know, mad scientist elements. Mm. You could do like the way I would do it is like Van Helsing, but just not shit. <laughs> I don't think you can do that. That was the mummy. But that also had Hugh Jackman in it. You're crossing the street. He was Wolverine. <laughs> Uh, okay. um, huh? There probably is a good way to do it. Um, you, you you can do horror, but I'm thinking like horror nowadays is like you know jump scares. You can't really have jump scares in a superhero film because that just wouldn't work. If, what? A, uh, yeah. It'd be more the tone. Yeah. More the tone. You have to do a darker tone. So make it sort of really violent, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Spawn was a kind of superhero slash horror-y type vibe. Yeah. I can't well, remember whether that film worked thing? or not. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Or it works at the time, not so much now. Um, Mr. Chapman, you, your thoughts? I was going to say, because I, I, I know some of the articles you're talking about, because I've read about it, and the whole idea being, I think you could transport the superhero <coughs> movie to, to, like, superhero genre to the horror movie genre if it was body horror. So say these yeah, mutants that, get their powers for the first time point, and they kill a family member and it's very much in the vein of like David Cronenberg where they're starting to mutate themselves okay. or so like in the idea of scanners cool. where they yeah something like that yeah. but but as you're saying more in depth more gritty more darker because then to actually really physically show the effects of what these powers would have I think okay. that would be a really good way to do it. But again, yeah, they tried doing that in the Fantastic Four reboot, and it was we terrible. don't talk about the reboot. That was horrible, Shit. though. That was horrible. Uh, it's yes, sir. Like Dude, Dude. Is from hell. Can you use that? Yeah, hell's spooky, right? Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> Tom, you're the horror guy, so you'll be the clarification. I'm like. Spooky. spooky. Hell is spooky. It's spooky. spooky. That's how we sell it to the kids. They're like spooky. Hell is hella spooky. <laughs> spooky. Yeah. Hell is um, wizard. Who is, who is that guy? Bring it back. He's the son of um, this devil dude. Azrael. Nightcrawler's uh, yeah. the son of Azrael and Mystique. And is he one of the new mutants? No. No, he's talking about Blackheart, which is. Oh, we're just. He's, 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 he's the son of. He's the son of Mephistopheles. Yeah. Yeah, which is Ghost Rider was awesome. And there's also Domamu. Domamu. He's pretty. The Dread Domamu. Sorry, how do you Unfortunately, I completely agree with that, and it would be great, but it's X Men's owned by Fox, and that's all in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so they can't really use it. Well, they're kind of like the son of them. And also, this. Not, not, not so much now, but X Men is still very separate from okay. Avengers. But it's possible. It's possible to make a darker comic movie. It doesn't all have to be Robert Downey Jr. making wisecracks. You know, yeah. we can we can go down that road. Definitely, we got Justice League coming out. That's going to be a dark movie. Justice League. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes. Um, the uh, Fox DC 
did uh, Legion on TV. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's my favourite amazing. comic it's amazing. TV show of all time. Because it's completely that, different. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly you haven't been watching Preacher. Um, yeah, yeah. Carl, you brought up Justice League. Now, there's been some development. Justice, um, Justice League. Justice. Um, so, Snyder's had to move to one side due to family bereavements. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Josh Whedon's now taken over. Now, I think the general consensus is Snyder is not a great director unless you like... like Unless you're, unless you're a fan of Zack Snyder movies, yeah. Um, if, if you, I thought Watchmen was quite good. Personally. Well, Watchmen was very good. Yeah, the four-hour full cut. I think he had a good writer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the source but, material was brilliant. <laughs> basically, I think everyone was like, oh, "Justice League is going to be a big." Dawn of the Dead remake's pretty good as well, I would say. But anyway, <laughs> well, just just Whedon has quite a lot of kudos. Everyone respects him and the works he's done in superhero films. He's managed to get into DC as well. We talked a couple of weeks, a uh, couple of months ago, sorry, about he's him doing being in the back. Batgirl, Batgirl movie, yeah. So, good pedigree, and he's taken over from Snyder. It's very late stages. I don't think he's going to make much of a difference. To They're going home. back for extensive resuits at the moment. It's it's to the point that a five-month pregnant Gal Gadot has to get back into a Wonder Woman costume. Oh, shit. Yeah. Blimey. <laughs> uh, so, panellists, uh, this, this director change, is it going to make that big a difference toward the, to this late in the game of the film's production? And are we going to look forward to it anyway? Um, in a word, no. To all of the above. All of the above. All of the above. Fantastic <laughs> positivity. Dan. It's, um, it's interesting as to why Josh Whedon's taken it over and he's not... He's not decided to go, okay, I'm going to start from dot. square one, day dot. He's basically... what. I don't think he can. I think it's so late. Yeah, well, what, what, what was said was, Zack Schneider, and I can't say that un- unlike Rob Schneider... <laughs> Zack Schneider um, I love Mark Commodes whenever he says he goes like Zack Schneider, Schneider. <laughs> he handed the baton on to Josh Whedon because he couldn't complete the project and Josh, all Josh Whedon said in interviews and in uh, like anything to do with it he's gone I'm just continuing this on so there's going to be a few edits and there's going to be some changes but essentially 95% of the plot's there mm-hmm. so I don't think unlike Ant-Man which was taken over well before it was directed by and a different director everything. completely redid everything I well, don't think it's going to make that much of a difference mm-hmm. really I still think it's going to be the same Justice League movie that we were going to get before Zack Snyder in the helm which mm-hmm. will be grainy dark gritty a bit of Michael Bay explosion because we all love explosions some, so, yeah. some slow-mo and then it all turns out that the good guys were good and the bad guys were bad <laughs> and we can all go home happily and asleep at night because surprise. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Carl do you have anything to add to that before we go on to some interesting casting uh, let's hear the interesting casting ok uh, Tom Hardy's going to play Venom yeah he is uh, and now the interesting casting uh, Nick Frost is going to play Captain Pugwash oh <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> casting. That is absolutely amazing. <laughs> so, um, who, okay. How so did they, I not find out about let's, it? Let's go back to the... Sorry, sorry, to, sorry to knock it out of the park so quickly, but let's go back to the Tom Hardy bit. Okay, so Tom Hardy, uh, apparently a lot of... like Apparently there are actual Venom fans out there. I thought it was just a spin-off character that didn't have a lot going for him. But uh, apparently a lot of excitement there. A, he's getting his own standalone movie. And B, you've got Tom Hardy, who... Everyone's a bit like, oh, Tom Hardy, you know, we all like a little bit of Tom Hardy, right? I, I don't nope. think I've ever... Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm too busy mentally masturbating to, to answer to you. And thirdly, it's that idea of... Well, and also Tom Hardy, you know, everyone... Oh, well, he's done comic books before. He did Bane, and everyone liked Bane, sort of. Yes, and, uh, yes. Yeah, so he's had them do some stupid fucking Venom voice, and... Uh, yeah, I don't want to eat Peter Parker. This, yes. this isn't the first cinema outing for Venom. We had a shitty Venom before. In, yeah, we did. Spider-Man. 
And, and of course, we had a Bane before. So Tom Hardy rescued Bane. <laughs> and now Tom Hardy potentially is going to rescue Venom Carl? Yeah, it all depends on what Venom they're doing, though. Apparently, this is another one, Greg, that they want to make it into a sort of horror esque type of. because he's meant to be some virus then. He's an alien symbiote. Yeah. That's what he said. That narrows it down. Yeah. Thingy. This is uh, obviously clearly not my area of expertise. How would this work without Spider Man in it? Exactly. Yeah, weird spin off. It would be it would be a weird spin off, or they'll they'll sow the seeds in Homecoming in some kind of a way to spin it off into the next movie. And this would be Sony doing it by themselves. There's no Marvel. No Marvel involvement. Okay. No, it would be Sony on their own again. Oh, shit. Uh, that's not good. Story. Oh well. <laughs> Captain Pugwash. Captain Pugwash. <laughs> Captain Pugwash. Wait. So with Roger the Cabin Boy and Master Bates. Okay. Neither one of those characters existed. Thank you. All right, it's an urban myth. I was going to say. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Tom. Apparently, that was an urban myth, right? Yes. But everyone believes it. How does everyone believe that? Because it's, it's an urban, urban myth. Tell you what. We all watch we, that we, show. We, we have like we, a conspiracy But we happen we to have somebody on the panel here who can describe urban myths in the way legends are built up around certain things better than anybody else. I give you Mr. Greg Knox. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's like the whole thing, like, if you have pop rocks and coke, you'll explode mm-hmm. at the same time. So, I don't know. Like, I don't remember those But a kid in my, a kid in my friend's high school totally died that way. <laughs> it, was, it was auto-erotic asphyxiation and the doctors made you forget it. <laughs> Captain Pugwash. <laughs> Captain, so, yeah, Captain, Captain, Captain Pugwash. Pugwash. Um, pretty good spot on casting, I reckon. What, I role, what role is Simon Pegg playing? Uh, Roger the Cabin Boy, Roger apparently. The cabin boy. Yeah. It wasn't real. Uh-huh. Um, but it wasn't and, and, real! And the story, the story <laughs> is basically going to be the, the actual Cabin Boy, uh, Cabin Boy Tom. Good name. Uh, uh, <laughs> close enough, eh? Um, Tom sounds just like Roger. Uh, he gets kidnapped by his arch nemesis, Cutthroat Jake. I mean, some of this is vaguely familiar. Yeah. <laughs> is Johnny Depp in it? What? Are they yeah. actually rebooting Pirates of the Caribbean and they're not telling anyone? I thought this was going to be that because he. Um, Nick, uh, Nick Frost was in the Tintin movie. Yes, he was. Uh, and, and that was done in that With weird... Simon Pegg! That weird animation style where yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, what, yeah. What, what is Retro... Oh, God, what's it called? I know what you mean. So it's not like... I called it Dead-Eyed Dollface. Because <laughs> that's what they looked like. They thought that was Kirsten Rear. They were like waxworks coming to life. <laughs> I don't like that style yeah, of animation. It's like, no, it's like it's, do live action yeah. or do animation. Don't be this weird toy. Like Robert Zemeckis. It's the whole Robert Zemeckis thing, like Polar Express. Oh, where, yeah, God, they all look yeah. dead behind the eyes. Just, They're you know, dull eyes. Like They're dull eyes. Yeah. Well, this, you'll be happy to know, is live action. So he's definitely going to be dressed up as Captain Pugwash. And he's going to be on an actual ship called the... What was it? Is this going to be Black like... Pig? Apparently, that was what it was actually called. I thought that was part of the conspiracy as well. I'm like, fucking hell. Um, it's not my choice. I didn't name the ship that. <laughs> Tom would have named it the White Pig, all right? We went, Come on. We went through the whole of the Black I Panther conversation, and boy. that makes him a racist. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think we, I think we are. I think I think we like this casting. Yeah, I think yeah, it's more, brilliant. More buzz than anything else. Because yeah. the, the minute I heard that casting, I remembered Captain Pugwash's face. Yeah, and I, I just like, saw Nick. That is, I just saw Nick Frost. That's with Nick a bigger Frost. Beard. Yeah, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. How they do the film, and if they decide to do what every other movie franchise does now, which is build up a franchise, oh, it'll be different. Well, the expanded universe. The expanded yeah, universe. Like Postman Pat and Fireman Sam. But it'll, and it'll be the C P E U, the Captain Pugwash extended universe. And I'm just like, really? Well, the, thing, the weird thing with the, the Venom film, okay, this isn't the Marvel expanded universe. This has been described as the Spider Man expen- expanded universe. Basically, which a, hasn't even started yet. Every time they make Spider Man, Venom will be the first movie in that. And also, universe. is there enough to Spider Man to? 
Warren, as you said, Greg, to warrant its own little mini expanded universe of. Well, yeah, were they going to do like a Sinister Six movie and that failed because Spy- Amazing Spider Man 2 like, was terrible. Just failed and it was shit. Yeah, Dubstep Electra. Yeah. Carl, your final thoughts before we move on to the next story? Uh, with, with the whole expanded universe, Venom's going to be the first one, but Spider-Man does now kind of have enough of uh, a universe to do it with Spider-Gwen, uh, Miles Morales' Spider-Man, uh, Mew Mew Mew, apparently. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking about Spider-Gwen. Ah, there you go. But yeah, I, 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 I'd rather it be under the Marvel banner, and like as in a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because Spider-Man is tangentially involved in that now, mm-hmm. but... It's not going to happen. We're going to get one. We'll get one all right movie, and then a lot of complaints. <laughs> Gentlemen, um, Terry Gilliam has finally finished his Don Quixote film. The man who killed Don Quixote. He's been trying to, to put this in some context. Uh, he's been trying to make this film for about seventeen years. Seventeen years. And um, it's it's a legend. This film. It's a miracle. He's actually done. He looked really excited. Because Dan. because I saw the documentary on yeah. on how making them. The documentary took less time to make than the film has. Lost in La Mancha. <laughs> yeah, lost lost in La Mancha. And the whole documentary was basically them going, this movie will never be made. Everything bad that could happen, happened. There have been floods, there have been all different other actors. Whole sets God. destroyed. Whole sets, sets destroyed. destroyed. Actors walking off set. Actors and actresses being almost struck down by biblical plagues. <laughs> it was never going to happen. And for years, people were like, oh, it's one of those things, you know, it's like, oh, this will be like Terry Gilliam's uh, Don Quixote. It's the Chinese democracy <laughs> of movies. And then Terry Gilliam's come around and gone, uh, I finished it. And you're like, sorry, did I, did I mishear you? What? Was that, like that, but, movie, but, that Don Quixote movie I was making. Oh, you're doing Brazil too? What? No, what, what the, what? So I'm really excited because I really love the idea of it. I'm I get very excited. excited. If you want to hear this rant again, tune into the new Pop Culture Pod. <laughs> just because it's finally happened, even if it's not good, just because it's finally happened. Uh, Greg, you've been keeping an eye on this? this yeah, yeah, I'm quite excited to see what happens because I like the cast he's got. So mm-hmm. it's uh, Adam Driver. Yeah, Adam Driver. Right? Yeah, because you they they've gone through so many different cuts. At one point, Johnny Depp was in it. John Hurt um, was in it. At one John Hurt was in it at some point. You got Adam Driver and Jonathan Price. For him to be in Jonathan now, Price, please. obviously Terry Gilliam. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah no, he's voicing the donkey. Okay. <laughs> donkey. <laughs> yeah. So what? So I guess he must have just started again, pretty much, with this whole brand just, new brand yeah. new cut. Otherwise, it'd be very very weird. Yeah, if you have scenes from back in the day mm. clipped in with scenes now. Yeah, although I don't know, that'd be kind of interesting. There would be Possibly a way you could do it. Yeah, if, well. yeah, if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Terry Gilliam. I like yeah. the idea that the Imagine first Terry 17 years... Imagine Dr. Parnassus. Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, nothing stops Terry Gilliam. Yeah. He will yeah. see a project... He fled and died. No, 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 no. He went, that doesn't matter. Is he dead? Carry on. Yes, I can handle this. I can make Prop him up with some sticks. Weekend at Bernie's, that motherfucker. Come on. Um... But I, I like the idea, like you said, about the Imaginarium and Dr. Parnassus. If they just used the last 17 years' worth of film to be like a five-minute flashback at the beginning with a Harrison Ford-esque voiceover, and everybody going, what? What's Adam Driver doing? Oh, oh okay. And looking, uh, looking towards the future, two sequels to keep your eye out on. Uh, Top Gun really? 2, or Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Mamma <laughs> Mia 2, Mamma Mia... Here we go again. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to finish on these stories. So, gentlemen, uh, Carl. Can we, can we not mix them together and have Mama Maverick? <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Um, Carl, pick, pick your film, Mamma Mia 2 or Top Gun 2. What, what, what are you what, most looking What am I least mad at at the yeah. moment? Right, Mamma Mia 2 makes no sense because Mamma Mia is basically all the hits of ABBA. Oh, yeah. here we go again. Yeah. 
<laughs> so they've said, don't worry, the next one will be completely comprised of hits of ABBA. What, B-sides of ABBA? Like, I, is, I, I, I've never gone that deep into their catalogue to think there's enough to make another musical. No. You've never lived. <laughs> the thing is, the film made a shit ton of money. It got destroyed it did, yes. by critics, but it has become its own cult classic. No, it, it's, it's, one of the big hit, it's one of the biggest hits on Broadway, so the movie would have... You had the Broadway crowd, yeah. and then people just loved the film. And weirdly, a bit like a lot of cult films, it was awful and people loved it because it, Pierce Brosnan singing in that. Yeah. It's soul destroyed. It's like a can't sing. crappy violin. Just, um, but people loved it. It's it made its money, as you say, mm. and it will uh, make more than Top Gun Two. I can tell you that categorically. And Top Gun Two, it's that's just, so it's weird. Just a, Why do Top Gun Two now? It's thirty years too late. Yeah, well, at least Mamma Mia it wasn't that far long ago. No, exactly. But Top Gun Two, that's silly. Yes, please. The thing with anything that comes out using the musical genre is that there will always be an audience for that. It is very much not a um, kind of like age range. It is just the whole genre as itself will always work, as seen in the recent years where they've done uh, a musical out of Legally Blonde. Mm -hmm. uh, Sister Act, obviously, it had songs in it, but it was classed as a movie, not a musical movie. And again, I think what they were doing is they were very, very well cast. Again, not the best singers, but you had enough strong voices that were strong performers to then present an act at the same time. Amanda Seyfried, she was classically trained singer. Meryl Streep had training. Um, was, yeah. Pierce Brosnan made sure it up. But the thing is, but people again, like Pierce Brosnan and Meryl Streep, fucking, you could tell that they names. loved it. Well, they loved it. They no, didn't give a shit that it was bad. They enjoyed And you, as a result, as an audience member, you end up liking them. Mike. Ahem. Right, but could you, if you just had to finish your point, sorry to interrupt. Sorry. Are you done? I have no choice, yeah. I did, I did give yeah, you no, a no, no. Um, <laughs> no, what, what I was kind of thinking is that, again, it's the, the whole kind of musical genre, mm -hmm. is that there are many generations where a musical is set as this, this, or this, but in the last, like, 20, 30 years, I would say it's very much stretched and incorporated a lot more. I mean, like, seriously, if someone had said to me, we're going to make a musical out of Legally Blonde, mm -hmm. my, my, what the fuck? That would have been no, my the, opinion. But what, what your examples, not saying they're great examples, but your examples are films to musicals, which, but what we're saying, they're adapting a, a back catalogue to a musical. But Mama Mia was a musical before it was a film. No, but there's no sequel to Mamma Mia. They're yeah, yeah. complete, that's what I mean, yeah, yeah, is they're completely doing a, si a I sequel think from a back catalogue. But again, they're created, they're possibly going to, as I go back to, yeah. um, to, you know, a, one where Legally Blonde, the songs were created for it. No, that, yeah, that's yeah, great for it, but that's not using a, a band's back catalogue mm -hmm. to make that's a what musical. Makes it no, good. But again, it's not necessarily their back catalogue. Have they stipulated it? Yeah, they've said it's going to be... There's more hits of ABBA, but nearly all their hits are in <laughs> Mamma Mia. Not necessarily, though, because, again, Mamma Mia were a very strong band for longer than just ten years. Again, just because they're not necessarily what we would listen to. They are still very, 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 very popular. But the, that had all the... Cat, the one thing is that had all the catchy tunes of ABBA. Like the the, the I, I bigger ones. I think it's an interesting example of a musical because they they kind of had the songs first and then built the story. Yeah. I think that's what you're saying. As opposed to had the story and then put music songs in it. Um, I actually agree with Smashlin. Basically, the mm -hmm. original point that you made, I totally agree because yeah, there is an audience for this kind of film. And yeah. I almost think it doesn't even really matter who you put in the film. I think it has a built-in audience. I don't think most of people. I'm going to get some And it doesn't matter what the songs are either. I think they're making too much. Too the musical. 
you could do that. That'd be Originally, that, that was in the works at one point. That was in the works at point. Support that. You turn to the danger zone. <laughs> that would add something new to Top Gun because I don't see what they're going to do in Top Gun Two. You you made you made a good point. A uh, volleyball yeah, scene. It's been Thirty years. Zimmer frames. Are we going to get like a Crystal Skull? Are we going to get another kind of these really old <laughs> aliens? Tom, I've I've walked out of the show, show before, show. but I will walk out again. <laughs> I like to bring up Crystal Skull. <laughs> it it what, what's going to happen with uh, Top Gun? Semicolon Maverick is this going mm. to be the same plot of every solely driven Tom Cruise movie, which is Him he once was a Ford. really good pilot, the best pilot there ever was. People enjoyed his piloting skills, but then a crisis of conscience happened and he stopped being a good pilot, and that'll happen again. He'll come back out to flight school. He'll be teaching a bunch of young up and comers. He'll want to show them the ropes, and he'll crash his fighter jet, but he'll miraculously survive, <laughs> as he seems to do when it involves a plane and Tom Cruise. Look at the Mummy trailer. It'll be something and like. Then he'll get a letter from a man saying that the dock has travelled back to 1885. All the pilots have been replaced by drones. <laughs> then somebody hacks into the drone technology so the drones can't take off. I'm like, God damn it, we need an old school pilot. Because <laughs> none of our pilots can fly anymore. Cause Indepe- done by get me control. Maverick. Get Independence Day. Get me Maverick. Yeah. He yeah. won't have the gay subtext, so I'm not interested. <laughs> Either that, or it'll have the super gay subtext. You say that, there's rumours of Val Kilmer maybe. Val Kilmer is rumours to reprise his role. Yeah, but he's been yeah, spreading those rumours himself yeah, that was because he That's needs the guy. work. I'm going to be in New Top Gun. But is Val Kilmer, he's really fat now. So he's got time to lose weight. Hey, remember when I was bad man? No, he's he's playing the aircraft carrier that the plane's land on. Oh, oh come on, somebody had a sit. Oh yeah, make me the bad guy. You were thinking about Val Kilmer. Yeah, I saw a trailer I saw that constantly. constantly. Yeah. The same way though. I was gonna say I saw a trailer for a film that he was in called Sauna. Yeah. Like, he looks so fat and bloated in there. I don't want to see him in a in sauna. No, but that just sounds not, not it's a horror film. It's like I, I think it's no, because somebody it. once mentioned to him in passing that he looks a bit like Brando, so he just ran with it. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, ironically, damn members of the panel and members of the audience, we're halfway through 2017. Almost said no 16. Managed to stop myself from doing this, but then said it anyway. Um, and I would like to know people's favourite films thus far and whether they think 2017 has been a good year for cinema so far. Uh, Carl, uh, what's been your take on 2017? It's been a mixed bag. There's been some good mm-hmm. films and some bad films. My favourite film so far this year is definitely Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I have problems with it, but it's my favourite movie this year. So you definitely have Guardians of the Galaxy problems. I do. Dan, uh, 2017 cinema. Watch, so me, far. watch me divide the room so far. Okay. Beauty and the Beast. Good. Best movie I've seen so far at the cinema. Nice. No, is it? Yes, yes, nobody. <laughs> okay, expand. Nobody, no, nobody uh, plagiarises like Gaston. <laughs> nobody cuts into other people's conversations like Gaston. No, I really enjoyed it because I. Nobody's slightly racist like Gaston. Anyway, moving swiftly on. I really enjoyed it because God, I. you got some white teeth. I, I was going to bring up the teeth earlier. <laughs> <laughs> let's stop talking about teeth and let's get back to the hidden gay subtext of Beauty and the Beast. Which is also racist, but I'll get to that in a minute. I really enjoyed it because Beauty and the Beast, the original, is my favourite Disney movie. Like, never mind the lad and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm a 31-year-old adult male and I love Disney movies. I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm not afraid to say it. I think they're fucking brilliant. Okay. And going to the cinema with my girlfriend to watch the live-action version of Beauty and the Beast, there was a moment where it was like watching the original, but it was really cool to see it live-acted. And the songs... And the actors and the actresses that they picked to do that, I thought beat for beat. Again, I have problems with it, 
Uh, Ewan McGregor can't decide whether he's Spanish or French, which is a bit of an off but I don't understand. Come from that Basque region. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't yeah. Are you a separatist candelabra? Um, I don't, you, you only like one side, one, one side of the candelabra. Um, I, know I, I don't, don't understand I don't why they these have episodes, but that would be the title of this episode. I don't understand why they have uh, Sir Ian McKellen in it in the posters with his face and then he's playing Cogsworth but you only see him at the end obviously that's to get money and oh look it's that guy who was you know in um, fucking Lord of the Rings and uh, X-Men but it was really 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 enjoyable just to watch mm -hmm. and I go to movies to forget what I'm doing they're escapism it doesn't matter what genre it is every movie's escapism and I forgot where I was and what I was doing it must have been terrifying oh it was like having Alzheimer's <laughs> I can't wait um, it I feel closer to Billy Connolly now, but it was absolutely lovely, mm. and that's my favourite movie this year. Beautiful so far. Thank you, Greg. Right, you're a great man. Um, so uh, my favourite film so far this year, I've got a couple. Um, cool. Get Out. Or I like I Get Out. Feel, that was my favourite. I always feel like saying Get Out. Get Out. Like, get Out. Um, Come on. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed that one because um, I only really watch horror films at the moment because of my. You podcast. did say it beforehand. You're like, is it okay that I've only seen a horror film? That's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also, um, alright, you're not a fan of Get Out, and that's totally cool. Um, it's quite interesting, actually, you bring up Beauty and the Beast. The live-action version of Beauty and the Beast is directed by the director of Candyman Farewell to the Flesh, which I always find quite interesting. Fucking <laughs> hell. Um, so, yeah, it just shows you where you can go. He's got, got a scope. flesh going? He's got a lot of scope. Um, yeah. I also really liked, because, uh, you know, uh, like plugging my independent films. Uh, okay, a film cool. that I saw at the cinema, it's a French film, it's called Raw. Um, which oh is yeah, a, no, that's got on my radar actually. I've that about is that. Uh, so it's a cannibal film. It's about a, a girl who starts at a veterinary university um, that her sister is also going to, and her and everyone who's joined they get hazed and they have to go through this initiation ceremony. She's a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. She is forced to eat meat, and um, it has some um, let's just say drastic effects on her. And then she, um, cannibalism <laughs> is involved, basically. So she's gone, I might as well just do everything. Eat, eat it all. Yeah, exactly. And well, in uh, for a penny, for flesh, yeah. in for a pound. Yeah. Top to bottom, T to B. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of... <laughs> I don't like publicity for horror films a lot of the time because, like, oh my God, this is like really sick and disturbing and gory and people walked out and people threw up. It's like... Yeah, horror films tried to shock you in the trailer and it's like, just... just I'm like, don't. I'm so desensitised. I didn't actually think it was that bad. Other people may like... He's stabbing himself in the leg with a fork, right, as we speak. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you bastard. Mm. Generally speaking, 2017 sounds like it's been good so far. I haven't heard anyone go, you know what well, I really hate? I, Power Rangers. Well, okay, Power Rangers. Say. Were you going to say Power Rangers? No, I haven't seen Power Rangers. My least favourite film of the year is a film called The Bye Bye Man, which is fucking terrible. <laughs> is it a children's film? That sounds like the nickname <laughs> my uncle gave himself. <laughs> it's The Bye Bye Man. No, he said it a lot softer. What's wrong with The Bye Bye Man, other than the title? <laughs> it's oh, that's another horror film, isn't it? Yes, it's is a that, horror Is film. that the one which is a bit like The Babadook? But yeah. The Bye Bye Man, it's yeah. not the silly name. And it, they keep saying in the film, you know, don't say it, don't think it. Don't see it because <laughs> it's that <laughs> fucking terrible. You really don't want to. Now, admittedly, when I started watching it, the first two minutes, I just thought this is actually all right. What are people talking about? But no, when the film gets going, it's I just remember the trailer now. Horrendous, absolutely horrendous. It, it's not very good when the guy who's the lead in your film was in Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> 
chip. That's who you're going to. That's, your, you that's your bar. That's your that's bar. bar. It's just fucking off. It's not even amusingly awful. Faye Dunaway's in it, and it makes me really sad because I really like Faye Dunaway. She's in mm. some of my favourite films, and she, yeah, she's oh, this in, one. in this piece of <laughs> shit film that she's in now. So that's Damn, why I Dan, if you, what was your least favourite? It's, to wrap up. I'm gonna have to disagree with Greg. It's it's the it's Get Out. I I thought it was terrible. I really like it. It's okay because I, I I like when it's meant to be a horror film and a suspense mm-hmm. film. I like some horror and like some suspense. But within ten minutes of watching that movie, not just me, not just my girlfriend, not just the front row that we were watching the cinema with, but everybody in the cinema went, oh, so that's what's happening. People were calling out what was oh, going to yeah. happen. It, it is very predictable. I'm not disagreeing with you there. Yeah, but, it is very predictable. Yeah. But, but that doesn't make a suspense it, film for me. I don't know. I still found it enjoyable. Plus, there were, there, were, there, were, there, were, there were plot things. Not to rip the thing apart, because obviously I can't, because you, you know this movie better than I do, but the, there's certain plot points that happen in it where you don't need one after the other. Just one of these certain plot points would be good. And then you let the audience guess, but yeah. then they constantly towards the end go. Oh, but then you've got to realise that this is happening. This, like, I liked it because towards the end it just got a bit cheesy and over the top, bit Doctor <sighs> Phoebe kind of like, why are there candles in the fucking surgery room? Like, that's just stupid. Uh, Carl, that's just that's just health and safety. Health and safety. Carl, yeah. uh, we uh, you said the Power Rangers film was bad. Uh, was that not amazingly obvious before you went in? <laughs> Again, yes, I know I'm a glutton for punishment because it didn't even look like a I just, had, I just film. Want a slim, it looked like they had a slim, slim bit of hope, and I know hope destroys all in the end, but it could, I could have been. Oh, really I really Jesus, <laughs> hope destroys all. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> isn't that I, the next name of the Star Wars movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we've all seen movies. I'm quoting a movie. Excellent. Um, Right, so gentlemen, thank you very much yes, for the first great. half. Audience members, thank you very much. We'll be back after the break for the Game Show. Edmund, host by Carl Rowland. Games. Yeah! 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 Hey, gentlemen, welcome back to the second half of Off the Reels, our 2017 look back show. Kinda. Um, <laughs> Don't look back in anger, Carl. We'll start off with prize bags. Tom, what have you bought for your prize bag? No, I just haven't been inside it. Um, <laughs> well, yes, well I, I was going to try and make this 2017 film related. I just made it a Hollywood blockbuster related instead. That's cool. So we'll begin with Land of the Apes. <laughs> you know Land of the Apes? Yeah! Part of that, that franchise. Not Planet of the Apes. Not to, I know it looks a bit like that, but it isn't. It's The Lost World, Land of the Apes. Totally different film franchise. Not to be confused or sued. Nobody make a Black Panther joke. <laughs> Just, oh, fucking hell, Dan. Okay. <laughs> but doesn't oh, he have really dear. white teeth? Um, <laughs> I do not, I'm from the North. <laughs> My bones are brittle. I mean, we, we did superhero films, so I think it's only... Fair to have the Doctor Strange film. Yeah, that's the one. Now, now, some of you are looking. Li- yeah, this yeah. is when I say the Doctor Strange film. I don't mean that that recent one. That'd be too too silly. With the Cumberbitch. This is the 1978 version that was still endorsed by Stan Lee, but is a little bit crap. Surprisingly. This looks fantastic. I know. <laughs> you can thank to Boots be fair, for that. Never gonna get you can a more thank- screen accurate costume than that movie. And last but but not least, probably the best, the actual McBain movie. Uh, Starring Christopher Walken as McBain. Yeah, that really exists. 
<laughs> I'm not even mad at that. I'm scolding, no. So that, that's the only legit film in my collection so today, Carl. But yeah. Daniel Mendoza. Greg, where were you both? Daniel Mendoza. Um, so um, I host a little podcast about horror films. It's called The Lament Configuration. It's my Shameless yeah! um, s- plug. Yeah, exactly. Um, me me and the, my co-host, Rhea Fend, we actually met on this show uh, about this nine part. months ago. This, this exact podcast, like um, nine months ago. And um, given that it's this particular film's 30th anniversary this year, mm. why not do as my prize? It is Hellraiser. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's mine. That's mine. I will cut all of you for that. Oh, wow, Smash, that's not And uh, Dan, what have you bought for your prize bag? I've bought a big bag of crap. Hey! <laughs> Would you like to go through your big. Let me, let me have a rifle through the bag of crap, dude. It's not even a bag. Oh, let me rifle through the container. The of people crap. at home don't know it's not a bag. Can the magic can't? of podcasting. <laughs> You're going with the illusion. Don't let them peer behind the curtain. <laughs> is that a drawer from the fridge, dude? A little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it actually is a draw from the fridge because I didn't have a bag. But now really? Carl's ruined it. Yes, I, I'm so poor I don't have a bag. Which will explain the prizes. You got a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was my fridge. So you got a fridge? Let's keep it in the box. Keep it in the fridge in a bag. Star Wars. I want to be a Jedi. Uh, from DK Readers. Mm. Or Dick Readers. Yeah, Dick Readers, yeah. It's a story about somebody who wants to be a Jedi. And that's that. Sounds vaguely familiar. Uh, talking about uh, looking back in movies, yeah. I picked some movies that I think were brilliant, but often overlooked, which I thought were blockbusters in the wrong right. Okay. So I am bringing the fantastic and very strange being John Malkovich. Yeah. Yes! Oh! It's a great film. Damn good film. Great. And one I know is close to Carl's heart and my own mm. is uh, Bill Murray, Melissa McCarthy, Naomi Watson, of course. Chris O'Dowd, have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> in St. Vincent. Nice. Which you see, everybody's rapture. <laughs> Never seen it. This is one of the first films that Bill Murray done from his new system, which is you leave a message on your answering machine, and if he likes the idea of your premise, he just shows up your house. Movie. He'll just turn up. This is, again, a massively underrated movie, and you'll actually really enjoy it. It's brilliant. And also, speaking about things underrated, because the last time I was on as a guest, mm. I brought a Chris Hemsworth poster. And all the girls went wild. Yeah. So this Some time, the guys the men, because I'm not sexist, for the men, <laughs> I brought a poster of Scarlett Johansson. Scarjo! Now, I would unravel it, but I fear I may explode. <laughs> so, there's a dirty poster. God forbid. Oh. And as usual, my big bag of popcorn to enjoy your movies with. Yes. You don't get the trick. Ah, oh, oh. say. No, Leslie will kill us. Ah, not Leslie. Ah. Uh, um, obviously, we lost Adam West, and I was bequeathed a lot of artwork from an ex roommate, so this is one of my prizes tonight is this Batman poster. That's not Adam West. It's not Adam West, but it's still Batman related. Oh, that's right. That, that's a kind of super buff Adam West. Adam Wee! Also, um, because. For some reason, these were both in Poundland. I've got the complete set of 21 and 22 Jump Street on Blu-ray. Yay! <laughs> Nobody that shops in Poundland Pound owns a Blu-ray. Poundland. Poundland. Yeah! And a bag of opal fruits. There will always be opal yeah. fruits. Fuck <laughs> this name. They're opal fruits. Tonight we're going to start off with the Troy McClure game, as you normally do. Um, we'll be playing for Tom's DVDs. 
Guys, uh, Land of the Apes. Obviously, um, unfortunately, we usually use horns for this game, but the horns have died a death. So now we are reduced to party flutes, and Tom goes, Greg goes, and Dan goes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, would you prefer? I like it. I prefer that, but I know Good. which one Guess you're going to have. Guess what's going to happen, is it? <laughs> <laughs> as always, I'm going to say hi, I'm Troy McClure, and list off the movies of an actor or an actress. You have to guess who the actor is by saying you're not Troy McClure, you are who you think it is. Cool. You get one shot. So we'll start off with, hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such movies as Endless Love, Legend, Austin Powers in Goldmember, Tropic Thunder, Rock of Ages, Oh, oh, you're not Troy McClure, you're Tom Cruise. Would anybody like to buzz in on You're not Tom! <laughs> you're not Troy McClure, you're Tom Cruise! That's one point to Dan. Thank you. Who's Greg the Oh, sorry, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Quick edits! Da 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 me. And Esme. You're one ahead. So you're one point out there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such movies as Romper Stomper, Rough Magic, The Man with the Iron Fist. <laughs> Fuck. Um, you're not Troy McClure, you're Russell Crowe. Fighting around the world. Yay! Fighting around the world. I have two pieces of chalk. The um, world's greatest actor. <laughs> Hi, I'm Troy McClure. What's up, Tucker? You may remember me from such movies as Now and Then, Glory Days, Dudley Do-Right, Looney Tunes Back in Action, Journey to the Centre of the Earth, Monkey Bone, and George of the Jungle. <laughs> you're not person. Troy McClure, you are Brendan Fraser. That's one point. Shit. He's been in some crap, hasn't he? Yes, he has. True. <laughs> 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 Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such game, such movies as The Master, Kung Fu Cult Master, <laughs> Lethal Weapon 4, The Expendables. Yes? You're not Troy McClure, you're Jet Li. That's two points there. No, no. Oh, yeah. That I was thinking about the other master, the one about like Edward Hubbard. <laughs> oh, you're thinking about <laughs> right, Jetley, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I have one more for fun. Do you want to do one more for fun? Yeah, sure. sure Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such movies as A Christmas Carol, Peggy Sue Got Married, Earth Girls Are Easy. Can I join in? <laughs> you're not Troy McClure, you're Jim Carrey. And that's another point. Uh, Dan, Dan won that round, so who are you playing for? Uh, yeah. Nine eight nine. Esme, Esme, you won Tom's TV. Yay! 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 Land of the Apes. Not to be confused. Enjoy that land of the Apes. Don't go to the planet of the Apes, the land of the Apes. Alright, guys. I've got one. Tom, who have you got for who you're playing for first? I am playing for 988. You're playing for Lena. Sorry, Lena. Greg? 991. You're playing for Law. And I'm Dan. playing for the foolproof 986. 986? That's you. Hey! Uh, 990. Oh, that's me. 
Right. Um, <laughs> Excitement! <laughs> uh, basically, this game is one up. Um, I'm going to ask a guest in the audience. I'm going to pick him out random because it was his birthday. Um, Scott oh. Present. Could you pick yeah. a genre of movies, just a broad genre? Horror. Yes. Horror. All right. Wow, that's a choice. Okay, so we will take it in turns naming one word horror movies, then two words, then three words, and so on and so forth until okay. we're all out. Last person standing wins. Okay. We will start off with the winner of the last game, which was Dan. Dan, a one word horror movie. Saw. Saw. Psycho. Greg was next, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realise that. Sometimes it went backwards. <laughs> Down the road. And no offence, uh, there's a guy in between you. <laughs> Down, okay, whatever. Well, when is, and I'm playing as well. <laughs> okay, Scream. Scream? I'm going to stick with Psycho. <laughs> Psycho. Uh, I'll go with Halloween. Dan, two words. Saw two. Yeah, counts. <laughs> you can tell where this is going, kids. <laughs> Do they have lifelines? Because seriously. The thing. The thing, yeah. The shining. Jeepers Creepers. Three words. Hellraiser 2. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that's one word, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, yeah, something else anyway. And it's got subtitles, hasn't it? The Evil Dead. Yes. Nice. Friday the 13th. Yes. No, because there's no the. Yes, there is. No, sorry. Yes, there is. I feel if you're going to argue <laughs> now, now may not be the time. Okay. Is it is it Friday the thirteenth or just? Yeah, it's Friday the thirteenth. Friday the thirteenth. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Friday the thirteenth. Greg. Sorry. Four words. Four words. Um. This is hard, man. We may have to rush you for time. Sorry. Um, Would you like a musical lit? Yeah. No. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants that. Nobody's yes, ever wanted do. that. Yes, we do. <laughs> 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 There's a number called Carl's Weird Thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, don't cross streams. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. I can't think of anything with four words. I only think of stuff with three or more. All right. Like five, six. No worries. Tom. The abominable Dr. Phoebes. Yep. Land of the Dead. Sue Tom. Five words. Shit, I can think of one straight away. <laughs> and I'm on Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I know, Sex Chainsaw Massacre 2 has a subtitle, doesn't it? I'm not sure, actually. I don't think it does. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm confident that that's fine. Okay. Uh, I would have said Night of the Living Dead. Ah, oh, right. <laughs> what are we on now? Six? Six. Um, six. I can think of one. Four. Um. <laughs> Halloween 2, Season of the Witch. Yep. Ooh. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, shit. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. It's fine. Come in some slack. Come on. Yeah. I'm not going to win anyway. That wasn't. <laughs> cut me some slack. Wasn't the subtitle, but it's yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't three copies of Slime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, slip me some skin. <laughs> a new Nightmare on Elm Street? No. That's no. not what it's called, no. unfortunately. No, fair enough. Then Tom wins that round. Okay. I won! Uh, I believe it was uh, Lena. Lena, Lena, you win uh, Greg and Dan. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, no. No, yes, yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> so, all the tickets go back in the jar. All the tickets go back in the jar. I was going to say, yeah. a sixth one that I thought of yeah. is uh, the sequel to Prom Night, Hello Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. Oh, well, oh, not! And number seven is obviously, I Know What You Did Last Night. Yeah. yeah. Did you have that one? I Alright, guys. And no, I will always know what This is the last game, which is the last man standing. This is for my prize bag. Um, Dan, who are you playing for? I don't know. <laughs> All these expectations. God, I can't tell which one it is. 988. Oh, I spot the surprise, Jesus. Who's playing here? Me. Me? Oh, you're playing for Lena again? 988. Yay! Greg? Uh, 992 again. Oh, hello. Yeah, <laughs> hello, hello, my old friend. 989. Me. You're playing for this? Hey! 991. Yay! Lord, um, could you give me an actor or an actress for a large back catalogue, please? Don't use me. <laughs> and uh, 993. Nine, nine. And Duncan. I'm playing for Duncan. Um, oh, he's, over, he's, over, he's overwhelmed with excitement. <laughs> Is he? Is he, he your life? He did. Is he? Is he your life? It's in the garden. Yeah, right good luck, sir. Yeah. Okay. Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Ooh. Well, don't I, ask me, Freddie, because I won't know. Okay. <laughs> All right then. Uh, we will start with the winner of the last game, which was Tom. Live and let die. Yeah. Moonraker. Daniel. Macca. Dad. Dude. Yes. Rob. Yes. Dear. Sweetie. Sweetie. Pie. Guys. Doctor. 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 Oh Guys. Fellas. Oh, sorry. There he goes. <laughs> okay. We were just about to rub tips. Uh, no. Um. That's a weird expression. Quiet in front. Oh. No, he wasn't in arm. <laughs> That's what... Oh, no, 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 no. I don't know. I'm out. I'm sorry, Lena. I'm sorry. I'm out. Yeah. I've, my right. mind's gone blank. You, you can do a lifeline, Lena. You can use a lifeline. Lifeline. Cannibal run. Yep. Oh, oh fucking hell. So we should like just go get back up there. <laughs> yeah, I literally know no, no right. films that he he was in apart from like Bond films that have probably been said. So I'll use my lifeline. Who's your lifeline? So that would be Scott. Scott. Oh shit! I didn't realise that I was only. <laughs> Like well, at least you at least you yeah, admit it. Like you do. Uh, yeah, there you go. Oh, sorry, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I know nothing. So. Tom, yet again, it's down with Tom and Carl, as if it's some sort of. Thing. Okay, <laughs> the man with the golden gun. Tom wins because I can't remember any more. Roger Moore. What was Octopussy? Octopussy. Oh, Octopussy. View to a kill. That's. Uh, Where were you? Twenty seconds ago. <laughs> Jesus. For your eyes only. <laughs> yeah. Tom won that round. Yes. Yes. Well done, Tom. Tom wins. <laughs> Yay! Nine, eight, nine. Oh, Esme! Esme, you've won my prize bag. You won all this! Spice World! The movie! Oh, fuck! And was he in a film called Love Boat? Was he in a film called Love Boat? Where a bunch of guys... 
thing that's known to her both for the women, and it turns out to be horrific sodomy slash murder. Yeah, and once more, like comes onto a guy, and it's really, really awkward. Yeah, but done really well because you're like, he's Mr. You know. Oh, it's terrible. It's Mr. Good. Well, no, him going, always getting down the ladies, and then he's trying to get with the guys. Has he even gone with the saint? Was that the same movie? Oh, Ben Jackson for the same. Yeah. I didn't know he was Boat a movie. Boat trip. Boat trip. But then I thought it was a TV thing, so I was like, shut up. Right then, guys, let's wrap this show up. Uh, okay, Tom, bye. You... Oh, Dan, who's got your prizes? Me. No. I just haven't gotten yet. All right. Okay, okay. <laughs> Tom, uh, your plug, sir? Um, nothing at the moment. No, watch this space. Watch this space. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Greg? Obviously. Yeah, so I may have mentioned once or twice, um, I host a <laughs> horror podcast called The Lament Configuration. It's I mean, myself. Yeah, I may have mentioned it once or twice, as I said. Um, it's uh, every two weeks, um, so the most latest episode went up this morning, um, we're covering video nasties. However, on our next show, we're actually doing um, best of 2017 so far. So. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Follow so, the same drops and your exactly. candle come Carrying on the conversation, as exactly. it were. Exactly. So, um, yeah, look, I'm looking forward to doing that one, because we haven't actually recorded it yet, so awesome. it should be great fun. Mm. Check us out. Facebook, Twitter, etc. <laughs> My space. Well, nothing. Nothing? No, I do for nothing. Nothing. Not nothing. Except you can find me on my podcast I do with a sexy young gentleman who's hung like a horse. <laughs> it smells of hair and it wheezes constantly. Um, that is the Pop Culture Podcast, which you can find us on Twitter at Pop Culture Pod. We're also on Facebook. Search Pop Culture Pod on Instagram at underscore, so the underscore pop, at Pop Culture Pod. Now watch his face. Or you can email us at popculturepod at hotmail.com. I'll also start to be doing my own. We're 15 year old girls. Well, one of us is. Um, I'm also going to start doing my own podcast, which is going to be called Get Angry, which will be me once a month just talking about the whinging. stuff that winds people up. Whinging, basically, yeah. Damn whinging. Or you could just come to the dog and bull. But, <laughs> but on the plus side is there'll actually be intelligent... That's, that's, if you want to see it, that's if you want to see it live. If you want to see it live, it'll be here. So, get, yeah, so, get, uh, get Angry does Get Out. First yeah. episode. Look, at, look, at, look, look out for, on Twitter, at Get Angry. But yeah, that's it. Okay. Oh, um, also, I run a pub, but that's not pub. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... Next Sunday, the 18th, in the ship, I am doing Carl and Ray's Geeky Pub Quiz 10, a Father's Day special. <laughs> Can we have that every At time? At the ship in Croydon. Um, a new episode of Pop Culture Pod will be up this week. It is our best and worst of 2017. Yeah! With a whole lot of other news missing. Um, <laughs> Uh, the Green Monocle is also, um, in the next show will be the anniversary of our second and new host, Jody. So that will be one year of her on the show. Hey. And um, I officially quit my job um, yesterday because I'm going to be trying to make me podcasting and YouTubing my life. So, oh, so, um, This is my announcement that as of in two weeks' time, the pop, the Dave Thomas pop Entertainment Network will be launching. It'll be Yay! Um... Well thank done for giving you life away. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you everybody for coming. I'd like to a round of applause for my guest and my co-host Thomas Dennett Cook. Yay! Greg Nuts. Yes! Dan Jackson. I've been Warren. We'll be back this time in a month with different guests and a different bunch of news. So we'll catch you then. Thank you everybody. Bye! Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye